Welcome to the Light Gray Art Lab podcast. I'm Lindsay Knoll. I'm Jenny Bookler. And I'm Chris Heine. And we're back after several weeks of being somewhere. In Colorado? Actually, yeah. Several weeks? Oh. (laughs) No. (laughs) A little bit of time in Colorado, but after several weeks of... Actually, we haven't talked to you guys for a couple weeks here. Yeah, Happy New Year. Yeah. What? Yeah. Can you even believe it's 2016? No, I don't even know where 2015 went. Yeah, I'm actually not sure where the last four years of my life went. So, <laughs> on that note, um, I hope you guys have had a great like first start to January. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's happening here at Light Gray Art Lab. A um, bunch of cool stuff coming up. In fact, so many cool things. Um, we have been planning the entirety of this year, and we have a ton of awesome stuff to share with you guys, including lots of new shows, Calls for Art, some awesome projects that we're going to mm-hmm. reveal probably over the next couple months here. Mm-hmm. And then um, speaking of being on travel stuff for the last little bit, we have a couple new travel trips that we are really excited about that we're also working on the details for. So um, if you guys weren't aware, um, we do probably a couple times a year. We go to different places around the world, sometimes it's international and sometimes it's here in the United States, to try and get people together in a space where they can learn from each other, explore stuff, do something they've never done before. And um, all, of course, in the company of other artists. And so I think this last year, 2015, um, we went to a couple really cool places. We did. We got to take people to one of, actually two of the national parks. We went to Bryce Canyon and Zion National Park in the middle of the summer, which was amazing. It was super cool. We got cool. to see some of the reservations and all of the really cool striped um, canyons and things like that. We yep, got to the hoodoos. Hike. Yeah, the hoodoos. We got to hike through the river. Um, so all sorts of really fun stuff. That was awesome. And then we went to Iceland uh, and, of course, explored the southern coast and got to see all the volcanic activity and glaciers and um, really moving and transformative environment, which is really cool. Yeah, I think this year... In- we also went to Lake Marie state park with tegan white and for her we workshop did. oh we totally did we totally <laughs> did so you got a forest experience in there too yep yeah and every um every so often we think about all the cool places that we want to go and that we want to bring some people and i know of course um here in the united states there's a bunch of really cool places mm-hmm. and we are really looking forward to taking groups of people this year to some places that you might never have been so mm-hmm. anyway keep um Keep an eye on our blog for all the stuff. Um, and in fact, a uh, quick note here. I have had a couple people recently send emails about our newsletter. If you didn't know we had one, that's a really good way to be informed about all the stuff that's happening at Light Gray. Um, so that, of course, you can send us an email. Um, yeah, so there's just space to sign up for it on our website. But we actually send out a newsletter every other week just because there are so many events and artist opportunities and quick sort of call for arts usually our call for arts are up for like a couple weeks so it's a good way to keep on top of stuff and see if there's a thing you want to attend especially things like game nights which are happen frequently super frequently yes so we have a game night coming up don't oh, we is that a segue? <laughs> okay. yes uh yeah we have one coming up we actually just had the first one of the new year which was awesome and had a lot of people coming back and so no one forgot during our month-long break but uh, the next one is going to be the week before the Robo Show opens, and I haven't decided on a title, but it will probably be technology Robo themed. 
So oh, that is very fitting. Anything that has robots, technology, all that kind of stuff. So it'll be really cool. Do you know what date that is yet? It is February 4th. It's a Thursday, 6.30 to question mark. 9.30, but usually they end up going to midnight. So. Yeah, Chris likes to play games forever. So he'll sit there and play with you until you fall asleep. I go to bed later than everyone else. So I always just say, whenever you're ready. All right. And so speaking of that stuff, if you didn't know about the Robo Show, um, that is our next exhibition, which is happening here on February 12th from 7 to 10 p.m. It is super cool. We've seen a lot of really great previews and images from the artists that are participating. It's everything from mobile suits to mechs to bionics, cybernetics, um, all sorts of crazy stuff. So we tasked all the artists with figuring out like what their ideal robot or even vehicle or weaponry or whatever it is that they're interested in that is mechanical. Like what would they make and what would they pilot? And so we have a lot of really cool things coming over um, right now. And we'll have the show open uh, on the 12th, of course, for everybody to see it. So you should definitely stop by. Yeah. Also, as we're sort of planning the new year, we are excited for a lot of new local collaborations too um so if you're around and if you're into tarot Lindsay's actually going to be attending the north star tarot conference the weekend of january 29th and 30th so if you want to come say hi i think the registration is still open yep it sure is i think it's 98 dollars, and mm-hmm. it is uh yeah just type in north star tarot yeah, conference. it's like two and a half days of really awesome content i think this year is the year of the hermit I'm so excited. That's totally my card. <laughs> yeah, so they're going to talk about the history and the lore and all of the background of that. Um, there's tons of awesome tarot projects that are available. Really cool people that are from the community that are also into tarot. So just in case. A lot of cool stuff. And of course, if you guys didn't know, of course, uh, Llewellyn is a publisher here in the Twin Cities that does a lot of awesome stuff too, where um, they'll be they'll have some cool decks and stuff over there. So anyway, that will be really awesome. And if you need more information, just send us a note. But on our Facebook page, we have a couple links that we put out for that event um, to try and spread the word for anybody that's into tarot that wants to go. So um, anything else? Yes. So we are going to be next week on the 4th, which is the same night as game night. We are going to be at the Science Museum of Minnesota. We will be presenting... Something incredible, actually. Possibly a mystery. Yes. Possibly not a mystery. Sorry, I'm being so cryptic. But it is, we are, we are participating in the adult-only night at the Science Museum. Every once in a while, they do these really cool events that are all about science-related subjects. So this one's actually the science of sex, which ooh, is... Ooh, and we so, all started blushing yes, right now and, yep. and giggling. Yes, we're all children, (laughs) (laughs) but it is all about like chemistry and romance and relationships. So we might be talking about great personality. If you guys remember that um, game that we made a couple years ago, that was all about personality types and how people get along and interact and find love. So it'll be very fun. Yep. And and besides that, we have a couple other secret things too, where we might be reading um, some tarot cards for people. There are many things that might happen, and there are also a ton of other people that are doing awesome like little booths and presentations, and of course, it should be a lot of fun. So we'll try and put a link out on our Facebook page for that in case you want to stop by and say hi or see what's up, but I'm excited about that. I think it'll be really funny. So, And by funny, I mean uh, amazing. amazing. <laughs> so that'll be really cool. So... Um, since we just got back from our latest travel trip to Uray, Colorado, we thought you guys would really enjoy 
our travelogue from our most recent journey. So back in August, we traveled to Iceland for a couple weeks with a bunch of amazing artists. And so if you haven't listened to those travelogues from that time, it's really fun. And um, you get to see a little bit about what that experience was like and all of our weird adventures. So uh, without further ado, here is our trip from Uray. So we're sitting here in our hotel room on what is it, the 30th now? The 20... 29th. 9th? 29th. Yes. Oh, Time man. Even knows anymore. We're in like the last, I know, the last couple days of December here. And it's weird because I have no idea how the time has passed. But I do know how we got here. Yes. So we're, we're in Colorado, um, which, by the way, is a beautiful, wonderful place. I don't think I've ever been here. Probably. It's been dark most of the time, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I've seen a tiny glimpse of it. I've seen a couple pieces of wildlife and things like that. But we've spent the last couple days getting here, uh, and Jenny has heard all of our stories. I'll give you the, the short version. So first I'll say happy, sweet, sweet birthday to baby Chris over here. Happy birthday, Chris. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I know. It's your, been a wonderful birthday indeed. Yeah, your birthday was the lamest. <laughs> I feel bad. So as you guys probably have heard all over the news, there's been talk of this massive storm that's sweeping its way across like all of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And so we're used to all sorts of snow, but this one's supposed to dump like crazy amounts of stuff on every single living thing and inanimate object that's ever yeah, there. It's not a big deal if you get to stay home or just drive around the city, but when you have to drive for thousands of miles, then you kind of worry a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, it's a big deal. So my dad called and he was like, hey, you guys should probably get on the road. And I checked the time and I'm like, it's like it's like 1030 at night on Chris's birthday. And we've been cleaning all day. And he's like, yeah, so you should probably get on the road because otherwise it's going to be real hard real quick. So I turn to Chris and I say, Chris, time for an adventure. (laughs) And we jump in the car, but only after an hour of fidgeting with a massive weird bag that goes on top of the car. Yeah, I was going to say, we we were cleaning and getting our house ready for, um, for people to come to our house and watch our dogs and stuff. So on my birthday, we had cleaned and cleaned and packed and cleaned and stuff, but we knew that we wouldn't be leaving until the next day. So it wasn't like emergency 11th hour cleaning and then all of a sudden Lindsay's like let's leave right now <laughs> i was like sorry so, Chris. i hadn't even started like packing my stuff i had no, packed i think it had two the, pairs had of packed, underwear in like a little i had packed like the things for the the, re- the workshop and everything but i did not pack personal things yet mm-hmm. and we hadn't loaded the car and we had a brand new untested roof rack <laughs> that uses basically two like belt buckles to hold this roof rack onto the car because I, I don't like, have a roof like a rack for it. I was Amazon and I'm like this one's four dollars this will do. And I'm so, like here you go Chris. Yep. <laughs> so I spent all my birthday cleaning. I did go out to lunch uh, with a couple friends but that was just for he like an hour. He got a free hour. lunch so he should feel happy That's about good. that. Yeah. Did I? Didn't yeah. you pay for it? No. Oh, <laughs> oh no. because it, yeah because the rest I was going to say our friends didn't pay for it. That's no. for sure. The restaurant paid for it because they, they do. Th- they do birthday. that. Yep. For, oh, if you can prove it's your nice. birthday with an well, ID, yeah, because it sucks lunch. to have a birthday around Christmas. Yeah. So it's not forever. It's yeah. only if you have a birthday within two weeks. Because they feel of Christmas, bad for everybody that's Christmas birthday. So I'm sure because like, yeah. it gets wrapped up in there. They're like, they're yeah. like, Sorry, you don't get any. And then presents. you get to drive in the middle of the night. So then anyway, we so we had an hour to Lindsay ran around mopping and sweeping, and I ran around packing, and then I it was probably. 12:30. Also like I was outside. Negative 13 outside, which is fun. Yeah, I was outside <laughs> trying to put this roof rack on the car by myself in the dark. <laughs> 
<laughs> and with one, Chris's muscles are so big. See, you can't tell because it's a podcast, but they're so big that he like made one little move and ripped the zipper completely off. <laughs> and yeah. then he walks inside and he goes, God dang it. Except for he didn't say that. He said a different set of words. And then he shows me the zipper, which I promptly just put in my pocket. And then I was like, hmm, this will be an interesting trip all the way to Colorado. Yeah. So anytime we do these artist trips, we have to bring like coolers and workshop materials and Costco bags yeah. and all sorts of stuff. So it wasn't just like you were throwing your stuff in No, there. if only. It was it like was, packing for 15 people. It was like packing for 15 people. And then the stupid part was Chris is like, well, at least I got it all up there before I ripped the zipper off. And I was like, oh, cool. Where's my suitcase? And he's like, it's up there and you can't touch it for three days. And I <laughs> yeah, thought to myself. Yeah, because we're not going to take it off because I'm, I don't know if it's ever, I didn't know if it was ever going to close again. <laughs> Yeah, well, I didn't know if I was ever going to see my underwear again. So I was like, well, this is going to be really sad. I guess a road trip with me wearing the same clothes for three days will be just fine. Yes. I'll be like, it's like good old days of college. So and we so, hit the road probably at one. Yeah. And then we drove all the way to South Dakota. We drove to South Dakota. And then we stopped at this hotel. Yeah. Because I couldn't drive any longer. It, the sun had rose and I was like, I am done. And Lindsay's like, I'm not driving. So Yeah, because I thought when you stop at a hotel, they would be like, oh, since you're here so early, you get You're like, it's 7 a.m. We're not going to charge you. Because it's, it's the morning For the now. entire night. And then they're like, okay, it will be hundreds of dollars. And you have to check out at 11. Hours. And I was like, <laughs> It was the worst. And I was like, this is so stupid. And then they're and then like, I but around. you get a free complimentary breakfast. Yeah, and and was, Lindsay's like, Chris. And then they're like, but it doesn't start for an hour. And then Lindsay said, Chris, you wait up for an hour and then bring me breakfast in bed. It was really important because we just paid hundreds of dollars for this thing. I like can't use a hot tub. We only get to sleep in the bed for four hours. And so I'm, I'm sure as hell going to eat as much breakfast, free breakfast as I possibly can and get the, the worth out of this sweet, sweet night's half rest so yep. so then i just waited and then made a waffle and brought Lindsay egg fake whatever those fake eggs are they're like gelatin yeah oh yeah they just they make this giant bag. thing and then they cut them up and then they're like this is scrambled eggs and i'm like i can tell you just cut up some like egg jello but, <laughs> it was cubes egg yeah. jello yeah. <laughs> egg cubes and, and then i brought them to Lindsay, and she just mouthed it and she just grabbed it with her hand and stuffed it in her mouth and then went back to sleep i didn't sleep. even get out of bed <laughs> And I said, take that holiday in or wherever we are. And then we went to sleep. Fake eggs. I went to sleep. And then we got up the next day, drove a while, went and actually, this is funny because we've been through the the top of, we've been through the top, through all the way through Montana before on a road trip through South Dakota. We've driven through South Dakota and stuff. Yeah. And we were like, oh, cool. We're going South. This will be fun. We'll go to Nebraska. I got a hotel there. Sure. It's like $2. Found a two dollar. Yeah, we were going to Lexington. Yeah, which is like some random town in Nebraska, and everybody's always like, "Why Nebraska? Why would you ever go there?" And I was like, "Oh, well, I don't know. It could be kind of fun." Pretty much have to go there to get to Colorado. Yeah, yeah. And so we were like, "I'll just, I just booked a thing. We went on our way. We were beating the storm. And we went, we went a little bit slower of a way." to get around the storm. So instead of driving through Iowa and then over, which is a little bit less exciting of a drive, we drove through uh, South Dakota, which is curvy and hilly and it's pretty cool. It's It's not quite the Badlands, but it's definitely not um, as flat as Iowa and Nebraska are. So it was kind of cool at the beginning. Yeah. And then we finally pulled in after like a really long day and I was like, cool. We're like almost there. We're halfway to our To Lexington? 
no to halfway to halfway to whatever we pulled into lexington and we're looking around for our our sweet two dollar hotel and i i'm a gps or whatever looking at the phone and i'm like oh it's got to be around here somewhere and i look to my right and i see like like an awesome marriott or something and then i i was like looking at my phone and it's like your destination is on the right and i looked again and there was a desolate tumbleweed flying through an empty (laughs) parking lot and a, a giant rundown building with no cars in the lot and all the lights are out. And I went, uh-oh. <laughs> and uh, I thought to myself. You get your $2 worth. Yeah, I sure did. You get what you pay for. So then we roll up and we go in and then we're like, hello, we have a, a reservation? And the guy says, oh, yes. And he pretends to look through a book, which is a blank notebook. <laughs> He flips through it. Flips through it with nobody's name in it and then hands us like a mangled key card that looks like somebody had put it in the bottom of their boot for like four years. It says, oh, your room is the first one on the end of the hallway. And so we were like, all right, whatever. It's fine. And we're, yeah. So we're going to room 101, going all the way down there. Go go in room 101, open the door and half the furniture is missing. (laughs) From the pictures. I mean, it was... There yeah. was a bed. There, there was, was a bed. bed, which I guess is all you really need if you're going to go sleep somewhere. But I was like, well, this is awkward because there was just a big, wide, empty space. I could have done some cartwheels in there. You but, probably could have. So Lindsay instantly sent me a photo and I said, said, look at this, Jenny. We're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, right before I sent her the we're going to die photo, I had looked at that little booklet that comes with the room where it tells you, I was like, well, maybe there's a hot tub in here and it'll be great. I just, you know, sit in the car all day and no hot tub at all was to be found. But I did find that our room is directly next to the manager's room. And those were the only two rooms that were occupied in this entire place. And And during this time I had already left to go find a pizza. Yeah. And I'm sitting here thinking I should search for holes in the wall. I should search for mini cameras and I should search for <laughs> dead bodies underneath my, my thing. Cause I'm thinking like, ew, why am I in the only room where on this like crazy place? And then I was like, oh, well, it'll be okay. And then I was like, I should explore this room. <laughs> so I begin to explore and I send Jenny a text and I said, well, I don't know about this place. And I walked directly into the bathroom flip the light on in one quick moment i see the entirety of everything coated in pee and then i said oh my god jenny dramatic there's like a pee drop on the toilet seat (laughs) it was enough pee for it to be worrisome one pee drop it means that that whole place really could have probably been really for real coated pee if i would have taken a police black light to the whole place, I probably would have been very upset. And then you'd be like, probably "Oh, pee everywhere!" Might. Also, check out my cool alien velvet poster. Yeah, here's my here's my eight ball blacklight <laughs> yeah. poster. But there was no posters like that because there was no decor. Remember, Chris? There's yeah. no chairs. No, I remember. And no, <laughs> no decor, and a fake TV. So by this time, I had found my way to a 24 hour Walmart, and then I get a text from Lindsay that says, "There's pee on our toilet." I'm like, I don't know what to do about this. And then I was like, I'm upset. So then I went and I sat on the bed and I was like, I'm going to look at funny things on the internet. So I'm, I like lean down on the pillow and I'm flipping through my phone with my phone in my face. And then my eyes focus just several inches beyond my phone to see a three inch 
X made out of boogers on the edge of the nightstand and I threw my phone and then caught it because I didn't want it to go on this disgusting place. And then I was like, ah. So then I sat there until Chris came back with a pizza, which only sort of consoled me. And that was it. And then I ate a pizza in utter disgust. Well, you, I think first I went to the manager's office and got us a new room. Yeah. I'm glad you did because I'm not really sure how to handle that. And then really we went sure to the new room and then Lindsay went straight to the bathroom. I did. And I said, thank God, the clean bathroom. And then I opened the lid of the toilet and there was also pee on it. <laughs> and I said, whoever cleans these rooms just likes to leave one drop of pee <laughs> on that's every toilet. Bad. It was horrible. Anyway, so that's what you get when you pay $2 for a hotel. <sighs> so anyway, we did survive. Jenny te- texted me in the morning. We did she not said, get a new room again because I was like, well, at this point. They probably all have They pee. probably all have a. That, yeah. Maybe that's like their signature. That's their sig- instead yeah, of a, that's what I was Instead of a mint on the pillow, they leave a little. cup of pee and they drop one drop on each toe. <laughs> it's so gross. You're like, like you need mint. to know you've been here. <laughs> your mint on your, on your pillow. That is the worst mint. Pee on your toilet. Yeah. Maybe it was like the pee of like a celebrity. And if you were like a dog, you would have been like, ooh, I recognize this. Maybe. I suppose. But. It was not as exciting as that. It yeah, was less that's exciting. that's insane. Well, I was telling my mom, because I was still in Missouri at the time with my family, and I was like, oh, no, these guys are in the middle of Nebraska at a crazy hotel. They're probably being peeped on <laughs> and peed on. <laughs> and then my mom was like, well, you should make sure they don't die, because the first 48 hours are the most important to find their bodies. And That's I was very like, nice that your mom thought about yeah, us. Yeah, and then I had to get on the plane, and I was worried you would never come to pick me up. Yeah, that would be a problem. <laughs> So self-preservation uh, and, yeah, and hope for, for friends' livelihoods. Yeah, yeah, that was really awkward. I'm, I was really happy to leave. Uh, I don't think I ate the breakfast when we left. I don't think I was as vigorous breakfast um, eating. I think we just left. I think we did. And then, and then that was fine with me because we mm-hmm. went directly to Buffalo Bill's trading post. <laughs> Somewhere in Nebraska. I don't remember where that was. Yeah, and that was way better than the breakfast I could have gotten from the pizza. I believe we went there. Uh, Did we see it or did we get off to get gas and then we saw Um, it? I think we did one of those things where I saw it and I was like, pull over, pull over, pull over, get off. It was a giant Buffalo Bill outside of like a fort. He had really long legs. It was really good. Yeah. He has like boots. He has like thigh high S&M boots or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? He does hilarious. look him up. He always wears them. Yeah, in every well, picture Lindsay's telling me about Buffalo Bill. Yeah, Buffalo right Bill. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of a horrible guy. Well, I mean, back in the day, that's what people did was they just like killed buffaloes for no reason. Um, so he killed the most buffalo, but that's only one of his claims to fame. Because after he was done doing that, he joined the circus and had a a circus show where he would reenact the Wild West. Because apparently, by the time he was doing it. Wild West wasn't so wild anymore. So he was like, now let me tell you how this was. And he would ride some horses around and do some stuff. But I guess that was pretty cool. Everybody liked that a lot. So yeah, though, was, it the, the, was it a real museum? Um, it, was, it was. It was like a gift shop with a kind of museum in the back kind of. It was all animatronics. It had some like dioramas. Creepy weird dioramas that moved. Some like. Giant. Pretty offensive diorama. <laughs> well, yeah, it's because it's from like the fifties and sixties. I think it in like some. I don't know that so. that that like Native American fortune teller was probably made in like the eighties or something. <laughs> yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> but you know, we were in Nebraska. Yes, which says something. <laughs> which might be something, but it was cool nonetheless. I mean, it was interesting because that place has been there forever. 
And so it was very strange. So you know how like... And then we got a official Taco Bell. We did. What does that even mean? Well, because we had like zero real food. I think we were eating out of like a weird food bag for a while. Taco Bell is one of the few places where you can get like vegetarian anything. Yeah, you can just get a bean burrito. So... So then it's kind of it's like, like that oh. and Subway are like the two places that you can consistently find on the road. Yeah. This one was a combo of Taco Bell and Long John Silver. So um, <laughs> I ordered uh, two what shrimp. A horrible combination. <laughs> two shrimp and two shrimp one bean burrito. And one bean burrito. And I thought how lucky I am to have this sweet meal in the car with my well, sweetheart. We sat in the parking lot of Buffalo Bill's Wild West thing and ate a taco. Yeah, it's exactly how it was. We looked at his experience. boots and yeah, and thought about it. So we ended up um, having a good time there because we were like, oh, okay, well, we got to get back in the car because Jenny's probably going to get to yeah, Denver. Yeah, we were pretty, pretty close soon. to Denver, kind of. So the plan was hours from Denver, but still yeah. kind of close. The plan was that we were going to drive. Chris and I were going to drive all the way over to Denver, pick Jenny up, and then continue. So. What we did was we sent Jenny a note as we were coming, and we said, "Oh, we're gonna do it." And I, uh, we ended up kind of driving up to, by the way, the world's creepiest airport. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have talked about this maybe once before in I think public. We have. <laughs> there is a blue horse with laser eyes <laughs> and I'm a bunch not. of creepy apocalyptic artwork inside yeah. the Denver airport, and like, so yes. Jenny was there being being sad about being in the airport just google denver airport yeah, weird you'll and you'll find Weirdness. all the weird things in there and yeah lots of conspiracies about it and so we had to save jenny from the airport mm-hmm. and our whole plan was while we were in denver we were going to get a bunch of supplies we were going to get back on the road just like a quick trip you know but then i get another text from our friend adam who is um planning to meet us here uh in uray and he says oh the storm i think has disrupted all flights everywhere and we were like no so he's like i have a connecting flight to meet you guys um all the way over in montrose yeah and i don't know if i'm gonna make it and we were like what do you mean you don't know if you're gonna make it you should you should try to get on the thing and we were thinking to ourselves like what are we gonna do because we look around we all look to our left and we see piles and piles of stuff. Yeah. And we look to our right and we see Jenny and piles and piles of stuff. And we have yet to go and pick up all the food for 15 people for an entire trip's yes. worth of food. And, and we think about how in my pocket is the rest of a zipper <laughs> for the thing. And we think, oh my God, I don't know if we can fit a person in here. So I text him. I say, what kind of suitcase do you have? And he says, it's humongous. <laughs> And I say bad well, answer. Yeah, I was like, that is the wrong answer. You need to get on that plane because that way you can actually make it there. So we waited around for a couple hours. And while we did, um, we waited for him to actually arrive in Denver to see if he could make his connection. We thought, why not explore the local culture? See what he is here in Denver. Explore the local coffee. We did that's, explore that's the local coffee because we were instantly yes. needing to be caffeinated. And we went to a place called Crema, which is like in an area that looked pretty cool. Yeah, we it was like getting dark at the time that we got there. So we couldn't really see a lot of stuff, but it looked like there's lots of coffee shops and lots of restaurants and really cool stuff in that area. Yeah. Lots of graffiti and stuff. Yeah. Lots of murals. graffiti. There are murals. murals. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Okay. Sorry. Murals. Let's. Yes. Tasteful murals. <laughs> And so many murals. We were like, we've never seen so many murals. This mm-hmm. must be the mural part of town. 
Yes. It must have been. There was like a mural in every building. There was a mural in every single building. And we went in there and had a really nice coffee. And um, we're like, well, there's no And then coffee. I was like, I have a whole stack of games and we got time to spare. And then I was like, hey, everyone. After I could let you guys talk for a while, I was like, let's talk about this. And then they were like, we're closing. And then we were like, what? And we looked at our watches. Like, so it's like five o'clock. In something. Minneapolis, coffee houses are open till midnight. Yeah. At and least. we just... At least. And we are always expecting that we could just go get a coffee at any time of night, which for whatever reason is not a cultural thing anywhere else. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. I had no idea what to expect, but we were sitting there and we just got our coffee. Because it was like, what, they, a Friday? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were putting anymore. the chairs up and sweeping and we were like, what? What's <laughs> happening? We are like, why don't people drink coffee after 5 p.m.? Like, what's <laughs> happening? So we ended up going to Costco to go and get some food. And for a thing or whatever. Like and 55 blocks of cheese. We yeah. needed 55 blocks of cheese. It was very important. And and we go there and we're filling our carts. And we're like, oh, yeah, we forgot. We need one of these and five of those and some of this and some of that. And we're like driving these two school bus loads full of crap around Costco. And then I get a text from Adam that says, I'm here and I don't know if I can make it. I've got five minutes to make it to my gate. And I went run you sweet baby run and i was like look at this photo so i continued to send him photos of our full carts because all three of us began to panic yeah we started putting food back we said oh god if adam has to fit in this car there no one no gets way. to eat there was no way. <laughs> we went oh no so we're sitting there and we're packing the car and we're waiting to hear from adam we're packing the car and we're waiting we packed the car so full there was like I, we took where my spare tire is. There's like area around the tire. Yeah. So we packed cheese blocks into that area underneath the floor <laughs> and then like in the glove Down box. Down by our feet. So we had on to the sit dashboard. Like yeah. anywhere there was a thing, we put something. There's yeah. like tortillas up on the back of like the, the back dash. Yeah. Yeah. It was very crowded. It was so crowded. And we sent a photo. And if you go back on our Twitter, you can see it. A picture of poor sad jenny crammed in the back with all of the food yeah i had like straps and ropes across my face from the roof rack there was literally you guys both had things on your lap and things there was yep. literally eggs jenny there had was no, like 70 eggs and we had to yes. still drive five hours to mount yes. rose or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. so we said no room for you adam good luck and luckily, by then, he found out that he could make his thing, and they had pushed it pushed it over. So yeah. he ended up meeting us there, but not... Uh, so anyway, instead of driving through the awesome mountains in, in the daylight, we were driving through it in a pitch black. Yeah. But I also... Think, I think, was it like 8 o'clock or so we started towards Yeah, the it was like 8 or 8.30. Yeah. So we started... We left Denver at 8 or 8.30. And to drive through the mountains directly into a all the way to the west to Montrose. Yep. Yes. So through another blizzard. Through a blizzard. Yes. It wasn't a really bad blizzard. It was like a whiteout blizzard, not a cumulative blizzard. Yeah. yeah. But it was it was quite interesting. I was having a good time because I was sitting there. I was writing Great Personality Two in the car. We were singing songs, and I could only see one inch in front of my face. So whatever. Yep. Poor Chris was probably white knuckling it the whole time on the edge of a cliff. I couldn't even tell if we were on a cliff. Or yeah, it was one of those things where I were. was just trusting the road and I was like, I'm going to trust this paint because I can't see 20 feet in front of me and I can't see the left. And I can't see the right. So as long as I follow the stripe on the side of the road, yeah, I won't fall off a cliff. Yeah. And you um, didn't. And we drove all the way up into the mountains and all the way through it. And then 
I remember the storm got pretty bad. So it was like, like if I turned on my high beams, I could see literally five feet. If I had my low beams on because it didn't make the snow so white, I could see like 20, 25 feet or something maybe. But I was going about 25 miles an hour because it was windy and uphill and downhill and my engine couldn't keep up because it had... 14,000 pounds of, of cheese cheese and, and Jenny's stuff and stuff because she had flown in. Jenny's one tiny backpack yeah. put us and over then, the limit. Yeah, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. We stopped at some weird gas station and there was like one dude in there and then his friend was like watching one of those like portable DV players you could buy from Sharper Image in like 1992. <laughs> <laughs> I was and like, they, what do you think about this honey flavored sucker? And he was like, you never know what's in that. There's no, there's, there's no ingredients on this label. And then you went off on a half an hour. And Lindsay's tangent. like, guess I won't buy this sucker. And I was like, uh, goodbye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh. yeah. So by the time we got past that place, I don't know, it was getting, it was getting kind of late. Yeah. Well, I remember at one point saying, oh yeah, only 110 miles. Yeah. Jenny's like, it's 110 miles. We're almost there. And I was like, we are going 20 miles an hour. That <laughs> is like a four or five hour drive. And, and then, then we, we started like, singing. And it was oh. already probably like midnight or one. I don't know. Yeah, it was, we had already been driving for what felt It was probably like, like 11 hours. or something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you probably can't tell um, due to our excitement or whatever. But we finally did make it. We did. And we did make it. And, and Adam was there. And eventually, up. probably with within the last like 50 miles, the storm went away. And then I could go at normal speed. Yeah. And so we we sh- we show up just a second ago, you know, or not a second ago, a little bit ago, and we unpack all our crap, and my clothes are still up on the thing, and we finally get them down, and I finally get to change my pants. For the first time in three days. I also didn't change, but that was just because... <laughs> yeah, he had clothes. I was he's, like, what's the point? He's doing it out of solidarity. He's like, you can't change your pants? I was like, this is I pointless. You feel like garbage driving in a car all day anyway. Also, I'll yeah. point out I'm the only person who's touched the steering wheel so far, Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> we've driven for okay. I'm trying to pitch black create, everything create all night, too. every night, and Lindsay's like typing on her computer. I need to or sing sleeping. you a song every now and again. Yeah, I mean, you didn't I sleep have... that much this time. No, I didn't sleep any at all. There, mm. on the no, oh, on yeah, this yeah. one, no. Yeah, I mean, I usually do, but I didn't. I was very, I was alert. Um, you might then, have slept a little bit on the first day, but I am going to sleep a lot. <laughs> the rest of the trip. Yeah, the rest of the yeah. trip. So anyway, Adam's here. Um, we're waiting for James to show up. The hard part's over, though. We got all of our stuff here. Yeah. We're going to be getting a new car, so we'll be able, or a second car, second so we'll be car. able to actually transfer yeah. people and items. So Which that will be, be good. very nice. Because otherwise, we'd be stuck here. But before we do, guess what we get to do tomorrow? What? Ski. Woo-woo. Woo woo! How long has it been since you skied? Twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think too hard about that. Great. It's been almost ten since I've skied. Yeah. So. See, I I feel like I don't know if you ever if you actually ever forget or not. No, it's like riding a bike. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll I had not skied. I I've skied since I was a baby. Since I was like three years old. Yeah. So and all then Chris when I hit the college airs years, college airs, college years. Mm-hmm. And it got too expensive. Uh, and then I met you and you didn't ski. So I kind of stopped for 10 years. But then I started going with my family again a couple of years ago. And it was like nothing. I like picked it up instantly. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I'm not afraid. I feel good. I feel like it'll be good. Mm-hmm. But scared whatever. We'll see if I, if, what is it, like 4 a.m. now? So yeah. we have to wake up in three hours. <laughs> 
How do we keep paying for hotels that we only get a couple? <sighs> I don't know. Well, at least we get to stay at this one for two nights until everybody gets there. Yeah. So I feel good. So we'll see. So anyway, we'll go to bed, wake up, see what tomorrow has, and see how it'll go. So anyway, good night, you guys. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Oh, today is the... <laughs> Today is the 30th. 30th, yeah. I am sore. (laughs) I am sore and weird parts of my legs hurt, but that's okay because I did not die skiing today. You did not die skiing. No, I didn't even fall skiing, if you can even believe that. So I feel extra. You didn't even fall? No. Mm. Didn't try hard enough then. Yeah, I suppose that. That's my motto. I I fell. One one I fell like six or seven or eight times that's like what happens in a normal day at the gallery too <laughs> just trip, trip over yourself yeah yeah i'm like carry I think, this i think i fell a couple times bottle. i was confused at you first. did you fell like right i think you fell like immediately Left, immediately i put my ski on and then tripped on the actually ground. i did too didn't i <laughs> i think you're Where I, I was like i was like here's yeah. how far you can lean back in your skis and then and i then just, just fell my skis are shorter the, the skis i rented are shorter than my skis used to be so you can't lean back as far as i was used to so then i leaned back and just fell over and then couldn't get up but the the person who fell the most though was sweet sweet adam yep (laughs) adam adam had never skied ever and good for him for trying and good for him for being a brave soul yeah because we said what how hard could it be is what i like to say about everything it's not that hard it's not not that hard hard. but today so today we woke up early and went to tell you ride which is amazing. So, f- yes. so this is the first time we've actually seen the mountains. Well, me and I, this is the first time I've ever seen a what I'm going to do the air quotes a real mountain, because supposedly all the mountains I've ever seen have never been this tall. They've been like foothills. And I've always been like, "Holy crap! Look at that mountain!" And Chris was like, "No, no, that's not a mountain. There's a big difference." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> those okay, are probably Chris. like a thousand feet, and these are like." 12,000 feet. Okay, well, now I see that they can be bigger, <laughs> but I was, I am impressed. Also, so like in the cold light of day, when you are driving down in a car and you can look out and you're like, holy crap, that is a real mountain, then you really understand. And so, it was a slow reveal too, because again, it's like you're driving and you're like, these are really big mountains. Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, these are big mountains. And then finally you get the reveal of like the like... The- the the, the mountains, yeah. yeah, like the K two looking, not K two looking, but like pointy mountains well, that are like. When so, they stop having like foliage on them, you know you're way up there. Yeah, you get above the tree line. It's crazy. So we went to um, a tiny little town called Telluride, and so if you've never been to Colorado, it's on the west. It's pretty much as far west as the resorts go. Yeah, and it's. I it's feel small. like Telluride is the one that people go to after they've done like. Winter Park and Breckenridge and all the other ones. Telluride is absolutely beautiful. Uh, It is really awesome to kind of drive into that area because all of a sudden you're going up and up and up and up and you can see the mountains and you can see all the huge trees. I was really impressed by how insane and huge those trees were. The houses are beautiful because they're all sorts of colors and there's like peach ones and teal ones and they're just funny and candy colored like weird like valentine's hearts you know (laughs) yeah it was Um, very cute really cute and so we went there drove in and we're scouting out you know because again chris were you ever here before no no 
So I've been to pretty much all the other ski places in Colorado that I, I know of. There's probably a couple that I haven't, but this one for sure was, it was easily the smallest of the kind of like mountain towns and it was easily the least commercialized. It was really yeah. cute. I mean, it, Telluride is known for being like pretty far out there and I think mm-hmm. it really showed in just like the town in the bottom of the hill. I think it takes about five hours to get there from Denver. Yeah, and Winter Park is like one hour. So yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, if you fly all that way, you're just like, let's just go to Winter Park and so, get a car. You know what the weirdest part of today was? Is trying to find a parking spot. It's true. There's so much snow everywhere. It was so, easy. Yeah, I mean, you would think since we're from Minneapolis that we're fine with finding a parking spot just wherever. You know, you kind of like, you got a small car too. It's like no big deal. We were sitting there thinking about how we're supposed to get on the hill and where we're supposed to park and put our our dumb car with the thing. Well, on that's top. what I was saying about Telluride. Telluride's weird because at a, at like Winter Park or at Breckenridge or at any any of those places, they have giant parking lots and they have shuttles going between the parking lots and the ski hills and all sorts of different areas that you can park in. And, and a lot of people just like take shuttles from their hotels yeah. or whatever. Telluride's town was very small and it went was like, directly up to the base of the hill. Yeah, yeah, and it was also like the ski shops and houses all next to each other. So it was, there was no separation so there was, between There was like no the public parking besides street parking. Yeah. So I got on Which is fine, but there's probably as many people <laughs> on that hill every day, more than the number of people in that town. Probably. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I don't even know how they get there. And then I feel like... I pulled out my, my thing because I was looking for where we got our, our rental gear. and Your phone? Yeah, my phone. <laughs> my phone. And I'm like, all right, can we go getting, to this place, get the gear? Getting X-rated. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I pulled out my thing. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, let's just head down that way and see what's up. So we go down there and we go right by where the rental is and we see a parking lot. And we're like, I wonder if this is a pay lot. Because a tiny no, lot. It was like a 20 car lot yeah Yeah. and we pull in and look to the left and see that there's a sign there that says parking twenty dollars and then a piece of paper taped to it with a phone number on it that was over the top of another phone number yeah over the top of what looked like the legit phone number (laughs) and a piece of paper with a hastily drawn other number and then we were staring there like standing there staring at it thinking like is this real? Can we park here? And we look around and there's like other people park there and everybody seems to be normal. But it was like in the back of somebody's condo, mm-hmm. like parking lot. Mm-hmm. So Chris whips out his phone. Not his thing. Whips out his phone. And <laughs> both. Yeah. Whips out both. <laughs> and he calls the number and he's like, all right. I said, somebody answered it and they're like, yeah. And I was like, Hi, I'm calling regarding parking at the base of Telluride. And they're like, okay, we'll be there in a minute. And And then then, two seconds later, two dudes in a covered pickup. Like a blazer. (laughs) Showed up with half the window down and stuck their hand out for the money. Two guys just rolled up and they were like 25, like just random dude, not 25 random dudes. 25 year old. Like youngish kind of dudes. Not young enough to be working a job. I don't know where you like. In an unmarked car with no t-shirts on, with no legit. Yeah, they were like dressed like, I don't know. Some dudes. Yeah. Just some two dudes in the car, stuck their hand out of the car and grabbed Chris's money. The money and drove away without saying anything. They just rolled down the window. Yeah. And then I was like, here, well, I gave him the money and it was like $20 or something. Yeah. And then I was like, so do I need to like 
mark my car and they're like no we'll remember you and then they just rolled up the window and then drove and then like turned around did a wide point turn and then just like slowly drove out and then i was like maybe we were just robbed i'm not sure (laughs) and then i wrote a note on my car and i wish i still had it it's around here somewhere but we just gave some dudes i said i just called the number on the sign and gave someone 20 dollars. if this was a scam please call me at whatever before you told me thank you very much yeah and left it on my windshield and then we yeah. left and we said okay i hope the car is here when we yeah well we just back. stood there in the parking lot for like 10 minutes being like did that did that just happen is this real <laughs> what, just what are we doing yeah we're like i hope our car's not gone and then we were like well and then shrugged and then went up and got our gear and then decided to go skiing so yeah. skiing was as you have heard five minutes ago was uh i don't know a success a success it was a success yeah we we took the gondola up to like the top um of to the first summit yeah to the first summit which was really cool because we could see people like doing all sorts of tricks and cool stuff and if you've never ridden a gondola you do not have to have your skis on like a chairlift so you you sit in it you walk onto it put your skis in sort it's of like a rack a on the outside so we had not yet strapped on skis and skied yet we took the gondola up and we got to the first thing and we said, all right, green hills are for babies. And we looked at Adam and we shook our heads. We said, you're not even going to get the chance to go on a green hill. <laughs> yep. We're going to go on blues because we're all pros. <laughs> and then I, I of course, and then not we forever. skied up to the edge of the blue. And Which it was, was a, a cliff. Steep cliff full of ice no it was a- <laughs> it was a steep cliff full of ice <laughs> and then we said goodbye adam and we and pushed sailed. him off the edge no i said, taught him how to ski to i was ski. like here's how you Lindsay ski and i sailed down the mountain and then adam rolled and tumbled to his doom tumbled for a while adam yeah. fell a few times yes and then chris kept picking him up and he's like keep going dumb i was like and you gotta keep you gotta crawl to walk here we go ready and then he skied and then eventually he was like this is too steep and we were halfway down the hill and then he took off his skis and I was like, just take your skis off and we'll walk. And I always told you guys and him that don't be afraid to get in over your head because you can always take off your skis and walk. There's no rule against it. So he took off his skis. We walked over. And the reason we were on that hill is not because I said greens are for babies. I it know, was because that, uh, maybe we could either get on this gondola and take it up and the... there was no access to greens. We had to ski down one blue before we got, got to the greens. Is that why? Oh, I thought it's because we we were like, we could do it. It'll be fine. The other Mm -hmm. option was because we were at the far west base of the mountain. We could have gone like basically around the whole mountain, but that would have taken a while. Yeah, we were gunning to ski. So we were like, whatever, it'll be fine. Yeah, we could have basically taken a series of gondolas and, and small walks to get to the main area of the mountain. But we were on kind of the left hand side. And the Telluride is really weird because most hills scatter their blues blacks greens everywhere kind of you know there's kind of groupings of hills but for the most part if you're on a i can go ski this hill that's like a advanced hill and Lindsay can ski the hill that's a blue hill and jenny can see the the blue hill or the green hill and they're all next to each other and they run back together but telluride is very much like this whole mountain is green and this whole mountain is blue and black and this whole mountain is black Mm -hmm. so we kind of entered right in the blue black area and then we were like well adam has survived thus far therefore we can take him to the top of the mountain yeah well my also my theory is get off of the bottom of the mountain because that's where all the beginners are 
that is where all the snow gets the most mangled, slushy, icy, all those things. So my goal, as soon as we got there, was to, as quickly as possible, take all the chairlifts and gondolas and whatever was needed to get to the very top instead of the kind of first summit. So get to the top summit. (laughs) So after a second, I think Adam finally... Which is an excellent plan. It it was a very good plan. Adam gained his footing. He was fine. He survived the first one, and we all got on there and actually did exactly what Chris said. We got off the weird part of the mountain and up to the very, very top, which was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I think it was like the first time I've ever been on the top. And of it's a cool because like you never see the mountains until you're like past the next mountain. So once you get to the top, like the top top, you can see mountains to Everything. the west and east yeah. and north and south. Yeah. And it was super cool. And again, we're going up and we're on the chairlifts and we're riding them up there. And it's it's super cold, but it is so crystal clear. And you can see like huge trees with massive chunks of snow just like weighing the branches down everything's pristine it looks like no one has touched it and you can see little tiny bunny tracks somewhere and like you Mm -hmm. know all sorts of cool stuff and we rode it all the way up there and took maybe 15 minutes to get to the top 20 minutes maybe after it was like a series of between five and 15 minutes it was like so it probably took like a half hour really awesome it was really cool yeah and we finally got up there and chris is like all right let's do it so we ended up spending the rest of the day um working our way down the mountain on a series of green trails which were it was pretty much just like standing on a moving walkway at the airport, but in yeah. an amazing, like, beautiful, <laughs> yeah, we scenic. did one. I think it's called the Galloping Goose, and it was all the way around the perimeter of the mountain, all the way down. So you could, like, look over one side and see super far away and a lot of trees. And so you're just sort of like winding through a giant wide pathway full of pine trees, and it was so cool. And I kept looking back and being like, we are the only people here. This is amazing. It was amazing. And, you know, I don't think we said this in the beginning of, like, this day or whatever, but Adam is a friend from college. We have known him for however many years. And it's funny because (laughs) we probably wouldn't have put a person on a blue hill if if it wasn't Adam. Yeah. Adam can handle it. Yeah, Adam can handle it. And I, I keep, I kept, or I keep telling people to like skiing is exactly like riding a bike, where it's really weird and hard for a while, and then it clicks, and then you'll never forget it. You again. basically need to make it down the hill once, and then it will click. You're and like, if you yeah. just oh. get on the hill and do it and make it down once, it, it worked yeah, it for just... Adam, and then you know, it worked for Lindsay. She was a little bit tumbly at the beginning, not tumbly, but unsteady but by the time yeah. you got to done with the first one you were good to go yeah, yeah. and it's just like we finding remember. your balance it's yeah. like weird muscle memory or something yeah. and but i mean even adam doesn't have any mess i mean that was his first time <laughs> he doesn't so. have any muscles no, he doesn't have any muscle memory because he's never skied but yeah he, he but like he was like this is to... impossible this is impossible this is impossible by the time we made it down to the first hill he was like i got this yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's how it goes and so it was yes so we we made our way down the galloping goose thing and it was super cool. I believe that is when I was like I'm just gonna take this little detour <laughs> off a cliff because a lot of yeah and like normally no well I did yeah because it was that area <laughs> that's what I thought I was like I feel like you sailed off a cliff at that point on purpose yes I should yes there was like there was a galloping goose which is this long and twisting green that goes back and forth all the way across and then you could take like a couple blacks here, a couple blues here or whatever. And I think I took a black or something off 
And I expected it to just like be a little short thing and then veer off and come back. But then I did a back went on the wrong mountain. <laughs> oh. And then I ended up, we, you know, we, I always um, have a chairlift that we're going to meet at. And yeah. I got to the chairlift on the other side of the mountain. And I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and I was like, these guys are going to be really mad because this was the first time Adam had ever been skiing. And this was the first real run we were doing besides that little one to get to there. And then I lost you guys. And Do you know what the like, best part was? In the middle of our thing, we said, Adam, greens are for babies. See you later. And then Jenny and I went on all the blues and left him in the dust. And then he ran into a bridge. <laughs> he planted his skis in a snowbank and flew up into the air. Yeah, but we no one like, was there to see him or help him. So No. And so we ended up at the bottom together. And he's like, oh, man, that was rough. That last piece was really hard. And we looked at him and he's like purple. And... <laughs> Jenny and I, our hair is flowing in the wind and we look luxurious. We just made it down a blue. And then Chris fell off a cliff also, except for... He did. It's a, Chris like what made you do it all the way down to the bottom and then went all the way back up to the top and then passed me. And I screamed out. I was like, Chris! And then I looked back because I was nervous there's an avalanche. There's an avalanche <laughs> sign near us. Because <laughs> he screamed? And you're like, yeah. oops. I thought because I was going fast and you thought I was running away from an avalanche or something. No. Yeah, well, no. Well, once I, I got yeah, to the bottom, I was like, I got to. Avalanche area. Yeah. Also, my phone, Here. I guess I have found out now that when it gets cold, it, it just like dies. Oh. Even though the battery's not dead, oh. it like thinks the battery's dead. But if I warm it up a little bit, then it thinks it, then it goes back. That's so weird. I couldn't like call you guys or anything. And phones are notoriously tricky on mountains anyway mm-hmm. um it was good though so i just i just got to the chairlift i rode back down and then i just like bombed it until i was like I'll, like if i go down this path i will pass them but of course yeah. i didn't know that Lindsay and jenny had already gotten off this trail and then i never i was going forever and then i was yeah. like geez i don't know where these guys are and then well, i passed you because you had gone off and then you luckily, must have been meeting up with it again right when i yeah, came past it well, yeah I'm sure it was like meet- just perfect timing luckily chris was wearing a red hat hole and the <laughs> was wearing bright pink pants i had it was like, like a children's mask. like children's puffy pants on but you know when you're up there nobody knows who you are anyway yeah. so i can wear whatever i want so we all got together yes. and it was great Yes. And we skied a little bit more, but then we were pretty much done and we had a successful day. Yeah, yeah. it was very fun. Oh, man. At the end, fun. I was like, all my muscles, I've never used these before in my life. And so that's how I feel right now. Yes. However, we did get back in the car and we said, oops, we got to, I checked my phone <laughs> and I'm like, oh, James, James, who, by the way, if I haven't officially introduced James to the world here, James works with us now. James Lavella, um, he was actually one of the artists in the Cosmos show. He's a really nice guy, recent graduate of MCAD. Um, he's our new former intern, former new intern, full time dude person. guy. Yeah, so he he helps out with stuff now here at the gallery. He'll so be on the podcast someday, but he's a little someday. shy right now. That's okay. <laughs> but he was he's been he had been at the airport for like seven hours because we're like it'll be fine James <laughs> whenever <laughs> dude pick you up whenever we're done do. see you later and then we eventually went and got him and then we didn't realize the airport was for real only one room big so he must have just been sitting in the same the room. Montrose airport not the Denver airport. yeah yeah so we got him we went we got some Indian food we took it back to the hotel uh let it stink up the room and instantly went down and sat in the hot tub because that is the best so, except for we left the Indian food with Chris because he didn't want to go in the hot tub. I was, I hadn't slept in a long time. So, so I was like, I'm just going to read this history of Dungeons and Dragons book in bed <laughs> and t- 
take a nap. That's fine. And then we all went in the hot tub and it was well deserved. Yeah. So, um, and then we, you guys came back and we played Mysterium, which is an amazing game. I also, when we were talking about the car, we didn't really mention that it's full of food and important things, but also I managed to bring two bags worth of board games. Like so, IKEA yes. bags worth of. No, not <laughs> IKEA games. bags. Oh, they were pretty large. Yeah, yeah, they were they pretty, pretty big. Yeah. It was a huge Microsoft we like, bag. We have like, to make sure, however, we position the food that we don't squish the board games. Yes, it was yeah. very important. Yeah. And so. Yes. It's a good thing you brought those, though, because I'm looking forward to playing all of them. But well, they worked out. We played Mysterium, and then James and I played. Jenny was like, I'm going to bed. But Yeah, I had to sleep under a weird air conditioner. Get ready to mm-hmm. inhale that all night. Yeah. But James and I played Patchwork, a game about making a quilt. Oh, that's adorable. Which we played. We, didn't, we played in the P Hotel as well. Yes, we did. But it was too exciting about the P. There's too much P to, to focus on the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's... Just that one drip was too much pee. That's how I feel about that. So <laughs> no pee in this hotel. No, no. this one is immaculate. So uh, there's I'm a looking... lot of us. Also, Lindsay was terrified that the hotel was going to find out that James was joining us. Yeah, and <laughs> call the police or something. So she was like making a game plan of like James will walk in separately from us. Okay, and he will you know will put his bring his bags in one at a time so they don't I, think another person's coming in and i was like they don't care know, and I, you know this about me i feel like this is not a new thing but rules are very important i don't even think there's a rule that i think there's a rule that we're not supposed to put is. extra people in your hotel i think they room. provide rollaways yeah they'll just extra, i mean when but we then were, you have to pay but no. then you also there's a maximum per room person count <laughs> I don't think they ever care. Well, we there was like the 300 law. rooms in that hotel. Well, I feel and like... Like three-fourths of them are empty. Oh, my God. Anyway, yes. <laughs> what if James would have gotten caught and we would all been very embarrassed? The end. So, <laughs> so I was like, James, just tiptoe into the hot tub. <laughs> don't make eye contact with the desk person. Don't throw this Indian food away. I'll do it. See you later. <laughs> but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. We only have one more night Believe here. Believe it or not, then, the hotel didn't catch on. Well, not yet. <laughs> but, you know, anyway. So <sighs> the risk is still out there. The yeah, risk is we'll still see. out there. We'll and see. we may, who knows, once we once we leave this place tomorrow, we'll be. Open the door. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, James, I know you're in there. <laughs> so Who's that little boy who came in with you? <laughs> little boy. <laughs> oh, poor James. So, what? Uh, Tomorrow, what do we have going on tomorrow? Tomorrow we're going to wake up. We get tomorrow out of we here. meet everybody. Yeah, we get to meet everybody. It's New Year's Eve. So exciting. It is New Year's Eve. Oh yeah, it's New Year's Eve. I know. Think about I that. I have lost all track. This trip has been just since we left at like midnight and then only <laughs> drove at nights day. for some reason. Out. I can't even tell what day it is anymore. It's hard. But it could be. It Okay, so it should be amazing. I'm excited. So we're excited. The whole point of this thing is to ring in the new year with some cool people and do crazy stuff that we've never done before. So... Good job, team. Tomorrow, mm-hmm. let's let's do some good stuff. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to to also emptying the car um, out completely. Yeah, not having to sit with Chris's board games on my lap. Sorry, Chris. 
I regret nothing. <laughs> okay. I asked. I was like, how many board games should I bring? And I was like, is this enough? And then Lindsay was like, well, there's going to be a lot of us. And yeah. But, and then she's yeah. like, maybe that's not enough. And then I well, put more in. And the then, boxes are so big. So I cleared out some of them, but yeah. some of them, they fill up the box anyway. So it doesn't really save you any space. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm out. sure we'll play them. It'll be good. So that, I'm sure we'll play one tenth of them, but that's okay. You got to have options. You do have to have options. That's why I brought like... That's why I brought all those underwears that I wasn't able to wear on the first part of the trip. <laughs> now you got stuck. I know. Well, now I have extra options. Now her underwear are fused to her buns. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Sigh of relief. <laughs> that's the noise I make when I peel them off for the first time in 40, 40 days, 40 nights. Oh, good thing that's on the podcast forever. Okay, so <laughs> we'll see how the next uh, couple days go. I'm excited. It should be awesome. I hope I'm not too sore tomorrow because we've got lots of crazy things planned. We do. We do. It's so, very exciting. Holy we crap. have lots of really fun stuff planned for all those guys, too. So I'm excited to meet them all. Me, too. So, all right. Well, we should go to bed. Good night, everybody. Okay. <laughs> good night. We'll tell you more as it happens. Thanks for listening to the first part of our URA travel trip. We have plenty of crazy things that happened in the remainder of it and hope you guys um, enjoyed our weird, weird first couple days. Um, we, again, have a bunch of cool stuff happening here at Light Gray that you should definitely check out the blog and the Facebook events page um, to make sure that you can participate in all the things. And probably the event calendar on the website. Oh, yeah, yes. that too. That's important. So where else can people find us you can find out most of this stuff at blog.likegrayartlab.com you can find us on twitter we're at like gray art lab you can like us on facebook and keep up to date with all the events and get invites to cool stuff there you can find us on tumblr like grayartgallery.tumblr.com and we'll be reblogging things from the upcoming robo show and all sorts of different things from artists and all great stuff you can subscribe to this show on the itunes music store stream it directly on stitcher radio and we have an instagram Aw, yeah. Like Great Art Lab. What a surprise. Yes. Thus concludes <laughs> part one of our URA travels, and we'll talk with you soon.